Hi, Jillian. Hi, Ryan. What's going on? Uh, nothing. What's going on with you? Just drinking some Gatorade. Good for you. Not eating, so I'll be hungry. Did you not eat before this? No, I was folding laundry. Okay. And I couldn't because I was busy doing something that involves my first topic of the week. Mm. I was watching the best show on television right now. Well, why don't we start with me thanking you for uh, being there for our listeners while I was not last week and taking one for the team and putting out an amazing podcast. So thank you for caring in my absence. Oh, yeah. Amazing. It was amazing. We got so many great responses. Like from what? (laughs) From me, from our dear cousin, Brian, from our our girlfriends who were all like, right, that was great. And they had all follow-ups and things to say. It sounded so good when I just record by myself into GarageBand. That's what I was, although a lot of plosives. So that's why I'm back on using this mouth guard. So there's not popping P's and B's. Okay. All right. The best show on television that's not on television is Surviving Barstool. (laughs) You can roll your eyes all you want. It's so good. I I literally just told Jill, I'm like, oh, I can't start for another 10 minutes because I was finishing the episode from last night. Because they did two tribals at the end, and I needed to see who got voted out. So, you know, so you, final. You, our sister Caitlin, our other friends are obsessed with this. Yep. But you and our sister Caitlin were like slyly talking about it in the text message, like not to do um, spoilers. And I was like, guys, you could talk about it. I'm no, never we're not going spoiling for this. each other. Not you. Oh, oh. Well, you were like very coy. You were like, oh, I, you know, because I, I don't think like I knew who- that Caitlin had watched it yet or something. Okay. It wasn't for your benefit. Now you have to pay to watch it, so I know you're not going to pay. Obviously. For those who aren't aware, um, the folks at Barstool, some of the like on-air personalities on the podcast and stuff, um, I'm not going to explain what Barstool is, are doing a Survivor-esque show where they, a group of them, I think they started with 16, live in the office for like a week and they do challenges and vote each other out and, and look for immunity idols like real Survivor. And why it's so good, Jill, and why I realized lately I haven't gotten into Survivor in the last few years is because I don't know the people, so I'm not invested. If they do like a – even now when they do like all-stars on Survivor, I feel like I just don't give a shit about some of these people. Like I guess if it's Boston Rob, I care. But like I don't know. I know enough Barstool people. So you you need to know the people before you join a reality show. Yeah, I need to like be invested in them. Or at least have some, like even now on the challenge, this season is called Search for a New Champion. So everyone on the show has never won a final before. So some of these people, it's their first time. Um, but there are enough people on it that I know, that you know and am invested enough in. They maybe aren't my faves that I care to watch. And they're bringing in mercenaries, which means like um, you'll be going, you'll be in the elimination at the end. And instead of beating like the other person there, you have to beat CT or Jordan or Tori, one of the legends who is or Laurel, someone who's won already. It, okay, well, back to Barstool. Yeah, it's the best show on TV. So good. That's all you have to say. I'm in love with Feidelberg now. I want to marry him. I slid into his DMs, no response. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll slide again. Shannon was on board. Um, and yeah, he's not coupled up. Not that I'm aware of. And Jill, what you would appreciate about him is. They were doing, you know, the trivia one-on-ones on YouTube, and I watched his a while ago, and 
he likes the movie How to Be Single. And someone, he mentioned it on the pod one time and someone DM'd him was like, I have a signed poster of it. I think they like work for the production company or something. They're like, do you want me to send it to you? And he was like, sure. And now he has it framed in his house. So like, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a love connection there. Yeah, sounds like it. Anyway, it, you should watch it. It's so good. <laughs> I'm busy. And they just had a blind side and then they had to go to tribal again right away and they weren't prepared for it. So then one guy was crying because he didn't know who to vote for and he was so distraught about it. Shout out to Che. Anyway, it's so good. And that. Okay. That, Do you want to uh, talk to the listeners about what you did last night? Um, yes, I saw Mariah Carey live in concert do her Christmas spectacular or yearly Christmas concert with our mother at the TD Garden. And was it enjoyable? It was fine. <laughs> I mean, I like music. I like singing and dancing. But like it, you know, I'm not necessarily like, ooh, let me buy tickets to go see Mariah Carey's Christmas show. If she was doing all of like Butterfly or the hits, she's got some great hits. I'd, I'd watch the Mariah Super Bowl halftime show. Like I'm excited for Usher now. Did I tell you, Jill? Because Matt Rogers went me. to see him and talked about all the good songs. So Mariah looked great. Great hair, great makeup, great bod. How was the crowd? It was pretty, I thought it'd be kind of empty. I was worried, but it was pretty big. A lot of women, like our age to our mother's age, some young girl, there were girls behind us who were like teens, like dancing the whole time, but they didn't know one single word. I don't even, to to hark the Herald Angels sing. Like, and then at the end of- They didn't know that song? I don't know. I'm just joking. And at the end of the aisle, there was like an older couple and they just sat in silence the whole time. And at one point, the woman had her eyes closed. I'm pretty sure she was asleep. And I had to go to the bathroom. So I had to, like, tap her on the shoulder. and was like, sorry, excuse me. I need to get leave to go to the bathroom. So an yeah. odd mix of, of people. She only sang some of the songs. And she did pretty well. You know, she can't hit some of the high notes the way she used to. But right. on the, the first song is a little bit off to a rocky start. But then... Once she was singing like her deeper notes and her kids are in it. They come out, but that's when I was peeing. So I missed them. Um, Did mom enjoy it? Yeah, I think so. And even at the end, I thought she'd like want to race to get to the car. The finale is all I want for Christmas is you. And she's like, no, we have to watch that. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, You have to. That's why you go. What I get annoyed about, and it's not just her, it's all these artists lately. They put like a medley of song or the only play saying half a song right, to fit right, more right. in. Fuck you. I came here to hear Always Be My Baby. It's my favorite Mariah Carey song. You're Did she sing that? But she sang like 45 seconds of it in a medley with a bunch of other songs. But then she sang all of We Belong together. Did she sing the do-do-do-do's? Her backup singers did, and they were really hitting the backup singer arms, Jill. It was great. She had three yeah. backup singers. And then in the beginning, she comes out, and she's like, it's time. And she didn't hit that very well. And then she was like, my pack's not, God bless my pack's not working. Yeah. My pack's not working. And some guy had to come out, and she was like, this is, you know, Jerry. He works for me. He's got to fix. Like, she couldn't hear herself in her in-ears. So right, he's behind right, right, her right. trying to like fix it. And she's like, that won't be happening again. And I was like, Jerry's getting fired. Like that's how we started <laughs> off the show. And then she has this bit where her hair and makeup people come out with like a big fake hairbrush and makeup brush. So first mom and I thought it was a bit, but it wasn't because then they were carrying actual products and a hairbrush <laughs> and powder. And they came and retouched her up three times throughout the show. And she said wow. like, yeah, we'd be backstage doing this, but we're not. She seems a little, you know, she lives in her own world. And mom and I were talking uh, yeah. about that. Like, do we think her kids with her the majority of the time? I'm like, do we trust her with her own money? You know, mm, good question. Mom said yes. 
I think she's pretty business savvy. And then she, um, I was reading her Wikipedia and it said at one point she'd been diagnosed with bipolar too. I think like yeah, in yeah. 2001 or something and that, you know, she kept it pretty quiet. And I was just like, oh, interesting. I didn't know that about Mariah. When she was hospitalized for exhaustion, in my air quotes. It happens to the best of us. Hey, I would love, I, if <laughs> hospitalization for exhaustion is a thing, sign me up every they week. They need those beds, Jill. <laughs> um, what else did I want to say about Mariah? We were saying, why does she do this? Like, does she enjoy touring? Like, I don't know. It just seems like a lot of work when she could be home. Well, she just really does it for like money. three weeks. But we're saying she could, she makes money enough on the song alone during this holiday season that she doesn't really need to tour. Is it is it ever enough? For is there ever enough money? For me, sure. Yeah, but she wants more. All she wants, what does she has coming to her? All she wants is her fair share. I mean, she's she's got a lot of it. Yeah. Okay, so here you go. Um, okay, so last week I had many things to talk about, but unfortunately my child was sick and a likely excuse. And I, and I know the mothers and fathers listening to this go through it every day because their kids go to real daycare and I act like it's the end of the world. My child is sick. It's just, just an everyday occurrence for everyone else. And I'm sorry, but she literally would not get off me. Like she was on me 24 seven. So I couldn't record because I had a child on me. Oh, but anyway, give her back. So one of the things I was going to talk about is that our dear, dear friend, Vanessa Hudgens got is married. Is she your dear, dear friend? Well, I think we've been pulling for her for years. We're, we're fans. Yes, we are. I'm just joking. So Vanessa Hudgens was married. He's not cute. To pro- professional baseball player Cole Tucker. Does anyone know who he is besides being Vanessa Hudgens' boyfriend? To you? No one knows who this man is. He's younger than her. He's not that attractive, what, but they're in love, I guess. What baseball team is he on? The Pirates. Oh. So they met over a Zoom meditation. As you do. Led by led by Jay Shetty, a former monk turned British author and lifestyle guru. You've he seen him on Instagram. He has a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I've heard the commercials. Oh, I'm Jay Shetty. So they were they met on this Zoom in October 2020, mm-hmm. and she was telling her girlfriend, like, oh, I wonder who he is. He's attractive. So she went to look him up and noticed that he had sent her a DM oh, like that next day. Wow. So, Isn't yeah. that what we all wish would happen if we were as hot and cool <laughs> as Vanessa Hudgens? Like Feidelberg DM'd you back. So they got married in Tulum, Mexico. Fun. I think Vanessa Hudgens is beautiful. She's quite of a boho chick. She, you know, she's a festival Bohemia. girl. Yeah. Um, so I don't always love her fashion, but she kept a pretty um Classic Vera Wang. Yeah, they kept it tight. Yeah. She said they chose Tulum and this place, this museum in Tulum, because she wanted it to be like really lush and green and gardens and things like that. And is there a meditation retreat there? No. Oh. Um, Sarah Hyland was one of her bridesmaids. Love her. Can you name two people from High School Musical that were there? The only I two saw High a School Musical. Moni Coleman and Lucas Gray all stepped to me. Yes. Ryan yes. and um, Taylor? For those who don't know me, yeah, Taylor McKessie, I think is her name, full name. Yeah. Um, so I'm very happy for her, but um, Ashley Tisdale. So that's what I want yeah, to talk Vanessa about. Vanessa Hudgens was in her wedding. So Vanessa Hudgens, before she met this man on a meditation Zoom, she was fucking the hottest does. guy in Hollywood. She was dating Austin Butler. Yep. They were dating for many years. He's the she's the reason he did Elvis the movie. He moved his sick and dying mother in with them, and she helped Vanessa helped take care of her. Yes, 
I don't know why they broke up. But anyway, so Vanessa is, was always very close to Ashley Tisdale from High School Musical. So then Austin became very good friends with her. But Ashley says they were friends before. I guess he was like a Nickelodeon or Disney kid too. He was. But like briefly. Yep. So it seems since their split, Ashley was team Austin. It's fucked up. So I'm very upset that Ashley wasn't there and they're still not friends. That that makes me sad because they've been friends since they were like kids. Yeah. Jill, what do you think about Zac Efron's face? I I think Zac Efron can do no wrong. Like, I feel like people are really upset about it. And then I was like, maybe he's just getting older. Um, I went to the movies last night to see The Holdovers. By yourself? And there was, yes, by myself. And there was a trailer for his um, the Jeremy Allen wrestling, White movie, wrestling movie, yeah. Iron Claw. And he looks very weird in it, but because he's like so muscular and, he's and got gross. got a weird haircut. Very weird, like a bowl cut. Yeah. It's gross. But Zach Efron will make me giddy. Like, I'm a 12 year old well, girl. We'll go see that. Zach Efron. Because we love wrestling we so much. I can't believe Jeremy Allen White and Miles Teller were two of his people at his Hollywood star. Walk of, yeah. Which, like, you know how people say you have to pay for one of those? Yeah. Like, do you think he wanted one really badly? Like, do you think he is, his career has been long and storied enough that he deserves a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? I think the Hollywood Walk of Fame people have a list. And they reach out to the publicists and PR people once every, like, once a year and say, these are people we have on a list. Do they have anything coming out they want to promote that will coincide with them getting a star on the Walk of Fame? And by the by, they have to pay for the party. Mm-hmm. And I think they have to pay for upkeep of strike... the star. It's like hundred grand or something crazy. And you, I think you have to pay for like the ceremony too. Yeah, like the permit to close down the street and get it together. Yeah. So I think after the strike and Zac Efron now this movie's coming out and he has promoted his PR was probably like, oh, you know what? They reached out to us like a year ago. We should probably look into this. Like it'll get your name in the papers. Like I just feel like it's usually it. people. I guess he's been around now a long time, but I don't know. He has been I around. Think the a long Olsen time, twins but yeah, had a you star think it, when they were younger. But I think of like Jennifer Aniston just got one. Like you right. know, well she probably didn't want. You know, she probably said no before. Like she didn't care. I don't know. I feel like it's an honor, although some weird people have it. Anyway, Mazel Vanessa Hutchins, happy for you. I hope this works out. I don't know about this guy, but if you're in love, you're in love. Yeah, what's Who wrong with him? Say? We don't know him. He, he's like a baby, and he just seems like... Is he a like, lot younger than her? Not a lot. Maybe like six, five, six years. I don't know. Is Austin Butler going to anyway. marry Kaya Gerber? <sighs> Who knows? Okay. Um, I wanted to talk to you about Kathy Griffin. Oh, yes, please do. Um, so when we were growing up, we loved Kathy Griffin. She's a comedian loved. actor. For those who don't know, she had a reality show on Bravo called My Life on the D-List, and we watched it religiously, and that was before streaming, so we would rewatch one episode of a cable show like eight times in a week whenever it aired, so we've probably seen every episode of that show. And so many of my like quotes from my daily life are from Kathy Griffin. Yeah, and like she had um, a lot of specials, like, comedy specials on Bravo at the time, and we would watch them all, and... Again, yeah, we'd know all the words. And, like, when she divorced her husband, they were on the show and they were still living together. Like, we were very invested. And when her dogs would die, mm-hmm. we would be beside ourselves. Anyway, so she's been gone in the last year. Like, haven't hasn't really been doing much uh, work, like, in the comedy or Hollywood entertainment. Because she was sphere. kind of blacklist, blacklisted by Donald Trump and then she had cancer. Yes. She was canceled, then cancered. But. <laughs> Is that what she says? No, I just made that up. Thank you. Oh, good for I'm you. I'm Kathy Griffin of this podcast. She was on Neil Brennan's podcast Blocks last week where, you know, he sits and talks to comedians for an hour about their, like, 
blocks usually like like issues they have but they were kind of just like catching up and um you know he was asking her questions and I was talking to mom about it last night one I learned so much about like what's happened to her since 2017 is when she kind of got canceled and I feel really bad for her like yes um because again I'm like she's always she's such a part of my life and like I don't really have an opinion about the, so she got canceled for those who don't know, cause she held up a picture of a beheaded mask that looked like Donald Trump bleeding and it, you know, essentially being like, I ripped off his head and I'm holding it. I was like, who even knows if it was her idea? Like maybe some a writer friend or someone was like, you know, it'd be funny. I obviously don't care about Donald Trump and I think he's done horrible things. So like, whatever. I, I don't know that I would mm-hmm. do that, but like, I also don't care. I don't care. You know, and, and again, I'm, I'm sure if it was someone I liked, I would be outraged. So, you know, whatever. There's a hypocrisy double standard there. But anyway, so since then, yeah, it's been like really hard for her to get work. And people like Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen, who she'd worked with for years, Anderson Cooper basically said like she went too far. I don't want to associate with her. They played a clip during the podcast. Andy Cohen was being interviewed by someone and, and they were like, oh, I'm with Kathy Griffin. And he was like, who? And they were like, Kathy not, Griffin. Yeah. He was like, who? I'm like, fuck you, Andy Cohen. And then she had lung cancer when she and she was on bravo for many many yeah, years she, bought, like, she made on. them a lot of money and yeah then she got lung cancer and she's never even smoked and she no. had to have surgery to have like half of one lug removed like the part you know that had cancer and they they did it but there was also like an issue in the surgery where they like um hurt one of her vocal cords so now her voice is like different and i think i texted you i was like her voice sounds different yeah. And it's just like higher pitched. And she said she can't really like scream or yell or project the way she would. And Neil was like, will that ever get better? And she was like, no. And I don't know. She's, and then she got addicted to prescription drugs, as many people oh, do, even though that. she's never drank in her life and still has had, hasn't had a drink. And she's married now, which I didn't know. Um, yeah. And she tried to kill herself on oh, by overdosing God. on all these prescription pills and left her husband a suicide note and kicked him out <gasps> of the house. And then she went to the hospital like you know she like came to and i think he found her and she had like fallen down the stairs and she was like covered in bruises so she was like you know i'm gonna go to the hospital and i'm gonna like get my shit together so she told them but she also was like but i've had an epiphany i'm fine i'm gonna get help and they were like well no no, we have to 5150 you which is like they have to hold you on a psychiatric hold in the hospital for 72 hours if you're a danger to yourself or to others and she said that was like a real rock bottom and then now she goes to aa and she's like found it so helpful and Anyway, I was just like, oh, Kathy. And now she, and a lot of what she talked to Neil about was that she now has like PTSD and that's her new tour is called My Life on the PTSD List. Get it? Mm. And all the different like things she's tried and like doctors she sees now and like practices she does to like help manage her PTSD. And it was, it was just very interesting. And I don't know, I, I refer. Was was Neil respectful of her? Like, you were a great comedian. We looked up to you. Oh, yeah. He started the podcast. That's good. He, that makes me feel good that other comedians like, a see her like that. clip of Chris Rock, and Chris Rock was like, the most, like, game-changing, influential comedian in the last 20 years is Kathy Griffin, because she was the one who actually, like, would, like, change the form and would, like, meet celebrities and talk about it and, like, talk about her life. And, like, she did a lot of, like, groundbreaking things, he said. So, yes, he was very respectful of her and he was very I'm apologetic I'm for, to, for what she's been through. And he's like, and if I didn't reach out to you, it just – it's not because I wasn't – didn't like you. I probably just forgot. I hope I did, but I don't remember. And, like, he's like, you're the best. I wish you well. Like, da-da-da. And she talked about, like, how she used to know Trump back in the day and, like, was obsessed with Celebrity Apprentice. 
and I saw that clip that was going yeah, on. Yeah, she's, or I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, she said she's um her new hour of stand up. She doesn't even mention him, which I think is good because I'm like, yeah. But I didn't know she. I guess a couple years ago made like a documentary. Um, it's called like One Hell of a Story. I think it's on YouTube, and and she did like a couple dates talking about Trump and the story and stuff. So now I want to go watch it, obviously. But I would see her if she comes to our town. Although I've heard yeah. like the last few times we saw her, we were like, oh, it wasn't that funny. No, I agree. But I would like to give her money and uh, yeah. support. Yeah. So sorry to, you know, right, right wing family members who probably hate her. But, um, you know, I hope I hope she's doing well. And that's. What, yeah, me too. I just want to catch you up on what I learned about Kathy on Neil's podcast. I, I'm with Although you. I'm, I'm kind I'm of. A, I think her. Neil's kind of a dick. And if he's going to support Dave Chappelle, like, fuck you. Well, they're. Blood brothers yeah, but he's really besties. going out on a limb. Science says there's two genders, Dave Chappelle and, and Santos. Like, get the fuck out of here. I will listen yeah, to Z-Way that's... interview Santos, though. Oh, God. She interviewed him. She asked him if he would, and he said yes. Okay. Okay, you go. Um, so the other thing that I want to talk about last week is give you an update on Diddy. And I just want oh, to Dana read to you. Dana sent me a really good TikTok where a girl read the whole, um, what's it called? The most recent lawsuit? I don't know. Or the Cassie. The Cassie one. She read the whole documents oh, okay. and like called things out and Dana and I were just very upset. But anyway. Um, so I had pulled something up last week in preparation, but obviously I didn't record last week. So when I went to Google him today, I just want to read like the news highlights that come up. Oh, God. Sean Diddy Combs has been dropped by 18 brands and labels due to sexual abuse lawsuits. I guess I can't drink Ciroc anymore. 50 Cent confirms documentary on P. Diddy allegations with donations to survivors charity. 50 Cent? 50 Cent. Curtis Jackson? Curtis Jackson. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So to bring it up to speed, Diddy has now been sued a fourth time. Fourth sexual assault lawsuit in three weeks. And did, she were says these that during was, that time we talked about where the statute was up? Um, I don't know. Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The woman claims that in 2003 she was sex trafficked and gang raped by Combs, Harvey Pierre, and an unnamed person. She was 17 years old at the time. You're looking at me like I Harvey know Harvey Pierre was. Is. He was on um, Making the Band all the time. He was the president of Bad Boy Records. Not, um, he was like a little... not Johnny, right? No, he was a little heavy. He had like glasses. He had yeah, okay. he became skinnier later on in life. Anyway. Anyway. So she says that um she met the trio in a lounge near Detroit, Michigan. Then Combs reportedly convinced her to accompany them to a private jet to New York. And then she says that they were in the studio all night and then the alleged assault happened. He went on Instagram and did a a, a note, a story, whatever oh, it is, I with the black background yeah. and the white lettering, and said, "Enough is enough." For the last couple also of weeks, me, I, I follow sat him on Instagram. I'm gonna unfollow right now. I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation, and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear: I do not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and my truth. Okay. So fourth one against Diddy, it's it's getting worse. Um, I don't know what to say. I don't know how he's going to come out, you know, drop by 18 brands. In jail. Yeah. I have, well, I think these are all civil. These are all civil lawsuits. I have to say is I think this is all true and he's horrible. Yeah. And the things he's done to these women. 
It's we fun. always say when there's smoke, there's fire. Even like mm-hmm. after just like again reading, watching the TikTok data sent me where someone went through all of Kathy Cassie's whole like court documents, I guess is what it was. I fully believe everything she says, and it's horrible. It's he horrible. basically just controlled her because he paid for everything, got her addicted to drugs, would like watch her have sex with other people and then get mad and then like come and surprise her and like physically assault her. Like he's narcissism. Yeah. And it's just like powerful men like him and R. Kelly that think they're never going to get caught and because they manipulate women and make them feel like shit and that they owe everything to them so they won't come forward and they'll be kind of like under the spell forever. And it's just horrible. Yeah. So Diddy, I don't know what's going to happen, but it doesn't look good. Sucks. So many good memories, you know, gone. So many good memories with Diddy. But running that marathon, boom, boom, cack. Like, come on. We were fans forever. Walk into Brooklyn to get Junior's Cheesecake. I love this song, Coming Home by Diddy Dirty Money. Travis Barker was in the uh, Bad Boys for Life music video. What does he have to say about all this? He's busy. Anyway. Um, speaking of you and Dana going through the court documents, yes. a friend of ours, I, I won't say who, um, she asked me to look up court documents on someone, and I just was so excited to do it. It's my favorite thing to someone do. Someone we like, know? Like someone they know? Yes. Someone they work with. Okay. And I was just like, I love public records. I just love it. Well, like, you love uh, delighting in the downfall of others. It wasn't downfall. It was, I, I I mean, this was like a simple thing. It wasn't anything bad. It's something that happens every day. And I was just like, oh, I just love public records. Yeah. It's great. That's like. It's a great service our country provides. It's funny when, like, my friends from college, we've talked about how people, like, if you're moving, you'll text your friends, like, oh, I got a house or I'm moving. And they'll be like, oh, what's the address? Oh, just for my records. And we're like, no, not for your records. You could Google how much I paid for it. Just ask or I, just look I, up my name. Like, it's it's public information. I love you all that are listening to this, yeah. but I love to look up deeds and the mortgages and how much you put down yeah. just because I'm I'm curious. Not just like, I, and we do it for people that we don't know. Like, right. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's just funny when people like try to couch it in that. It's like, just Google my name in the town and you can find it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Lol. All right. What else do I even have to talk about? Oh, two quick things, Jill, that I, I needed to tell you needed. in the last few weeks. So, Tignataro on the Handsome podcast was talking about do you know when they did the revival of Chicago on Broadway a few years ago and Pamela Anderson was Roxy Hart? I, I don't think it's like ever really gone away. I know. It's she been... Tig said it was, but anyway, they said they were like bringing it back, but who knows? She said that yeah. she got a call that they were like, Pamela Anderson's. Tig got a call. Pamela Anderson's going to be Roxy Hart. Tig, we want you to be Richard Gere's character. Was she like famous at the time? Yes, but like not for singing nor dancing. Right. Okay. So at first she was like, oh my God, yes, I have to do this. This is so fun. It's Broadway, Pamela Anderson, like da da da. And then her wife was like, just so you know, if you're going to do this, you have to be serious about it. Like you have to give your all on that stage. You have to sing and dance. The theater community like doesn't like, fuck around. Each shows a week. She's like, yeah. they're going to want to see you like, not like wink and nod. Like, what am I doing up here? I'm not a Broadway person. Like you have to like kill it. Because the first take was like, well, I feel like in the movie, he more sing talks like Richard Gere's character. It's not like. You have to be like an amazing singer. But I was just like, who was Razzle Dazzle? Oh, and then I think May Martin of Fortune Feemster was like, you would have had to do that scene where Pamela Anderson's the puppet on your lap, ventriloquist, <laughs> and you have to sing this song. They both reach for the gun. Like, and I was just like, who thought that was a good idea? I love Tig, but like, 
and it, I would have been just, hilarious to see her do this, but like not a good fit. But I was like, whose decision? Just because they wanted they wanted the press release to create like a firestorm in New York, like a woman yeah. is going to play the man's character and she's gay. Yeah, a like, gay woman who can sing want. and dance. There are many. Like <laughs> Queen Latifah. How poor should Arasi do it? But um, I just thought that was funny. And and then you know what's Ariana Maddox is going to be Roxy Hart, and I'm like, can she sing? I'm worried about this. What is going on with that Sheena clip? Dude, did you watch? So Vanderpump Rules is, is coming back in January. The trailer just dropped. Yeah. It's Tom Schwartz, who was de- married to Katie. Sorry for everyone who doesn't care about this. You should. Um, says that he hooked up with Sheena. But then there's a clip going around where Sheena's being, Sheena's being interviewed in a podcast, and she's crying, saying, Ariana doesn't know how hard this was on me. The scandal? Like, I think having Tom to cut Sand- Tom Sandoval out of her life because she he was a friend like, forever. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, not gonna your best out. friend got cheated on by a man, and you're crying because it was hard on you. What? She, 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 she makes everything about her. Anyway. But I think I think I was talking to Carrie about it via DM, and we were like, either it's gonna be that Tom and Sheena made out before he was even with Katie, or some like old thing, or I'm like, she did do that, and if so, you're fucking trash. And I'm like, Schwartz, you're yeah. trash too, but we already knew you were trash. But like, Sheena, that's trash if you did that. That's another question I have for myself and for you. Yeah. So we were talking about sudden charm in our Bravo text the other day. And I was like saying I'm a traitor to my sex. Cause I was like, the, the girl Taylor is really annoying me. And she's I don't being know an what's a-hole. Going on. I know. But this, the question is I'm so much harder than the girls and the guys, because I assume the guys are all airholes. I know they're going to do a-hole things, but when the girls do a-hole things, I'm like, what is wrong with you? This is really bad. Is that a bad thing yes. like for me to feel? Yes. Okay. You can, I mean, you can call out any person of gender for doing things that you think are shitty, but you shouldn't be like, men should get a free but I pass. Just, I'm not saying you are easy on men, but I think some people They don't get a free pass, but I just, I just know that their a-holes are going to do a-hole things. So yeah. why am I going to worry about it? Shouldn't worry about any of them. <laughs> Well, doesn't Scandal keep you up at night? What, what do you mean? It doesn't keep me up at I'm night. I'm kidding. But I think I'm my kidding. anger you... is direct, like, placed correctly in that situation. Yes. And it might happen to one of your good friends in real life. I hope not. <laughs> well, it did for me. That's why I'm saying that. But anyway. Oh, very true. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what else did I want to tell? Oh, and then the other thing. Oh, one of our friends was like, oh, it doesn't matter if... Ariana can't sing in Chicago. And I was like, yes, it does. We saw America Ferrera on the West End and it, as Roxy Hart, and it wasn't good. So it does matter. God bless you, America Ferrera, but you you know Roxy Hart. And like, I I wouldn't have wanted to see Erica Jane as Roxy Hart because she can't really sing. And like, there's so much cardio and breath work that's involved. I would in love that. to like, do that's... it. I think I'd be a great Roxy Hart. Sure, and I already know all it. the choreo from the movie. Well, it's not the movie. I know, but um, I'm more of a Velma Kelly, as we all know. Obviously. Spread eagle. Um, the other thing I wanted to tell you is that Suzanne Summers recently passed away. Legend icon. May she rest. There's been a, a news article going around, and they talked about it on the Workaholics podcast that she was buried in Tim's. Oh, good for her. Is she a Tim's aficionado? So what the article Adam Divine read on the podcast, so who knows if it's legitimate, was that her... Great, great. She always wanted to... Um, I think go hiking and never did. And so her husband got her like Tim's hiking boots and personalized them and signed them. So she would be buried in them. So it's not like she's like you who would be like, you know, in your Tim's, but then the boys are talking please, about, please don't what shoes would bury you? me in my Tim's. I said, if I one, I think all of us would want to be cremated. Um, two, 
I don't think there's enough space for anyone to get buried anymore. I would want to be buried in socks. Why am I wearing shoes? My body's going to decompose, but I want my feet to be warm. Why are you wearing anything? Well, that's at first I was like, oh, barefoot, but I'm like, I like socks. And doing as a fuck you to the people who are like, people who sleep with socks on are disgusting. No, we're not. We're warm. We're saving money on our heating. I love socks. I think this is a, a pointless conversation. There were two other stupid questions I wanted to ask you that I was like, oh, I'll ask her when I was walking Clark. I was thinking about it. Anyway, you go. <laughs> um, This is old news, but obviously, again, I'm going to mention for the hundredth time. I wasn't here this past week. Yep. Ashanti and Nelly are having a baby. Ashanti's pregnant with Nelly's baby. And I'm just so happy for them. Well, and I'm wondering, do you think that was a I know. I just realized that. <laughs> Ryan, do you think I don't they don't probably think about this, but like the people they dated in between them dating 20 years ago, what a waste. It led them like they could have been to you. It did. But they could have been together all this time. Like, and uh. well, it's like on Gilmore Girls when Suki's talking about like, and then, you know, they were in love and they married other people and then they died and then they ended up back together. And Lorelai's like, I don't want to marry that other loser guy. I don't want 20 years. And it was Katie Curry. a nice guy. It might be a nice guy. So I don't think it's a way. I think everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. No, I Except agree. Except for bad things but, that happen to people. Yeah. But that was a great news to come out. I'm so happy for them. I don't really care. Oh. But I, I hope Ashanti's happy. Nelly's probably a bad guy. How do you figure? We don't know. Because he's we a man. We don't anything. Okay. And uh, he's, he's probably, you know, out on the road with the boys. I don't know. With the boys? The St. Lunatics? <laughs> yes. the crew anyway um, what I wanted to ask you Jillian is like you know I feel like a lot of podcasts I've been listening to lately have been talking about all these Oscar films that are coming out at the end of the year you know in time for awards besides the holdovers which you can talk about have, are you seeing any are you planning to like have you seen any so far What what's your uh, what's your Oscar film plans yes yeah, so I'm just starting the hunt and I'm also what is the hunt just well like you know, your Oscar watching hunt? all the Oscar movies. Yeah. Not the movie um, The Hunt starring Betty Gilpin and Ike Barinholtz. I'm just starting my Oscar research. A, because the strike is over. So now more things are being promoted. So I'm becoming more aware of when things are coming out, things like that. B, because now more things are coming out streaming. Everything came out in movie theaters probably like a month or so ago. So now more things are coming out streaming. Yep. So I went to see The Holdovers last night. Holdover stars Paul Giamatti, and he is a professor at – was a teacher at a boarding school in New England. Where? And he has to watch – they don't say, oh. but it's close to Boston. Me um, too. And um, I don't know if I'd recommend it for you to watch, but they do are in Boston a little bit. So I was like, oh, well, like it's funny to see all the things and how they try to make it like 70s because it's kind of like a period piece. Okay. It is a period piece, not kind of like a period piece. Um, so it's like interesting like what looks the same or what they tried to make – look the same in four days they, they i'm went, about to have a period piece in my underwear they went to see a movie at the orpheum and they leave the orpheum and the name of the movie is on it so whatever um i that was a thought movie it was theater a, isn't it just been a theater i guess so i don't I know i saw nile horn there i thought it was like a very cute christmas movie drama sad crying but like wholesome movie <laughs> And I'm shocked that it's like getting all this Oscar buzz. Like it's good. The kid in it is great. He was from he, the school in real life. Right. He's in real life. They found him because they went to um, film at the school. He's never been to a movie before. He was just like the best kid in their theater program. He's amazing. He's the best thing in the movie. He's so good. Mm -hmm. 
And the movie's cute and it's good and I enjoyed it, but I was like, why is this Not getting... Not better than Dead Poet Society. It's very similar. Not in like the story, yeah. but like the feeling. Yeah. It's very similar. Um, So I enjoyed it. I'd recommend it. it. Uh, Divine Joy Randolph, she's getting good Oscar buzz. She's good in it. I don't know who that is. Um, She was in... What was that movie Eddie Murphy was in a couple years ago that was like Oscar buzz worthy? Welcome to America. Like... Coming to America. Starring no, Leslie no. Jones. <laughs> No, I don't know. She was. I can't think. Anyway, and then I watched May December. Oh yeah, this week. So May December is a movie starring Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore, and it was released on Netflix. That's why I watched it, so people could watch it on Netflix. And um, God is pouring a glass of wine from Julianne off screen. Yes, God. Also, thanks, Kali. Thank you. He, he can't hear you, but thank you, dear. Um. So May December is. Based on the Mary Kay Letourneau story, if you don't remember, because we were kind of children when that story came about. Just, just a, about when Mary Kay would have wanted to date us. A 35-year-old-ish teacher had a relationship with a 12-year-old boy. Yep. She was arrested and went to prison, gave birth to his child in prison. Oh, she was then when pregnant she was, when she went to jail? I guess so. I didn't remember that. And then when she got out of prison, they got married, and they were together for like 20-plus years. And then they got separated right before she died. Oh, she died? Got separated. Yeah, she's no longer with us. I just heard people being like, when they were separating, they were like, if they can't keep, they've been together all these years for, through everything. So the movie is like loosely based on that mm-hmm. story. But it, Julianne Moore but works in a pet shop. Yes, but it's basically just like a look at like tabloid sensation and like soap property. So the story is that Natalie Portman is a TV actress and she's working on an independent film portraying this story. So she goes to visit the real women and her husband and follows them around the town and like meets all their friends and their children. Um, it's very odd. Mm-hmm. It's you definitely have to look at it like camp, like, oh, this is like a little soap opera. Yeah. Like they're making fun of soap operas. Yeah. Like the music is so good. It's like the music makes you think like it's so like serious. The score but, like, like, or the songs? The score. Okay. The score. The score is like, oh, this is so heightened, but it's not good. Okay. Like, you know. Um like to cross interesting. I thought that at first I didn't want to watch it because I was like, the thought of this is disgusting. Like, I can't even think about this. Like, a 12-year-old boy has no agent. Like, it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. So at first I was like, I don't want to even think about it. But the movie just, it makes it so ridiculous that it's, like, kind of funny. Yeah. It was fine. It's getting, they're nominated for Golden Globes. The Golden Globes nominations came out this week. It's, again, I, I don't know. Good, not great. People have said they like it better upon rewatch. People, as in podcasts I listen to about movies. I don't know if I need to rewatch it. Like, uh, Jen and I were talking about watching it this weekend, but I was like, I think it's kind of sad. And we were like, we're not in the mood for that. So we didn't watch it's it. It's definitely like sad yeah. when you think about the premise and like this poor kid. Like he talks about kid, he's like 33 years old in the movie present day, and his and his 18 year olds are going to college. Yeah. And his, like, 22-year-old is just coming home from college. Like, it's sick. So he, Yeah, because he was, like, 11 when he had a kid. He was 12. Yeah. Yeah, when he had a kid. It's sick. Anyway. Interesting. It's interesting. It's a very interesting, like, thought for a movie. And it's basically just, like, how we as a country are so obsessed with these tabloid stories. But here's the real people, like, that went through it and, like, how effed up they are. Yep. So anyway. So, yes. Now I'm just starting my uh, Oscar research. And I will watch many of the films. But those are the only um, like not- notable ones that you could think of that you've watched so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So unless they come to streaming, which a lot are coming to streaming soon, Maestro's coming to Netflix soon, which is Bradley Cooper's I know, movie. I like him. Even though I love Silver And if they're, if they're playing past 7 p.m. at the Salem Cinema, I will go. But did the holdovers have closed captions? It did, Monday night, $6. <laughs> you know what? I couldn't have even gone with you anyway because I was at Mariah Carey. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to go last weekend, last Monday, but my daughter was sick. Yeah. On the flip side, I watched three movies this weekend that are probably not getting Oscar buzz. Well, one is nominated for a Golden Globe. Yeah, so watch No Hard Feelings again, because my friend Jen was here and she hadn't seen it, and I was like, I'll gladly watch it again. Liked it just as much. Still stand by it. It's a good movie. G- give it all the awards. I'll have to watch. Um, there's some like stupid set pieces that are like, this wouldn't happen in real life, but you're just like, it's funny and everyone's good in it. So what more could you want? Um, the other movies we watched, one is called Chalet Girl, which is came out in 2011 and it's always like free on Netflix and Hulu and everything because probably like no one cares about this, the rights to it. And the movie is about a British girl who was like, the movie is about a British girl who was like really good at skateboarding and like did competitions and was like pro and like going to win. And then she gets in an accident and her mom dies. So then she stops skateboarding. And then she is, like, taking care of her dad, basically, and working at a burger joint and making no money. And then she gets this offer to go work at a chalet, a ski chalet in Austria for four months and, like, make a lot of money. And if her- This is Felicity Jones? Is that who it is? I, I think, think so. The main girl in it. And then first she says- Where in Austria? I don't know. A ski chalet. The Alps. Okay. <laughs> and she goes- and yeah Felicity Jones and she whatever ends up like you know falling in love with Ed Westwick whose dad like own his dad Bill Nye and mom Brooke Shields huh? own oh. the chalet and he's engaged to Sophia Bush and Sophia Bush's brother is cousin Greg yeah wow. anyway we were like this is going to be the worst movie we've ever seen and you know what it wasn't it was pretty good <laughs> it wasn't like you know Oscar worthy but it was like a grind, like a sports movie I like, or a blue crush. Like it was very much in the Ryan. Is Felicity wheelhouse. Jones shown skateboarding and or snowboarding? Yes, but you think there are parts when she's snowboarding where you're like, that probably is her, and she I'm sure she took lessons, but then there are parts oh, at the end I'm- where she's like in the big competition and you it's you, she has a body double, but you wouldn't know unless you're like me and you're like crazy looking for that. Like, you know, because she wears this one big plaid coat the whole time, and you're just like the it's the first the thing I'd be looking coat. for. Well, there's a girl in it who is definitely like a real snowboarder. And she's like, you're like, oh, that's Tara. She's won 11X games and she's competing. And she kind of like takes her under her wing a little bit. And I said to Jen, I'm like, I bet she is the body double for her. And that's why they like put her in the movie. But I didn't do any further right. research. So what streaming service is this available? Uh, on? We watch it on Roku, uh, but it's on Tubi. It's, a, it's probably on YouTube. It's anywhere free. Sophia Bush, love you. Uh, Ryan, those are great glasses. Are you joking? I'm saying people that because the woman at the okay. bar we went to on Saturday. People say that to said me that all the time. At least once a week, I get people ask me where I got you my should, glasses. You from. should feel so flattered. Yeah, um, I, you know, I want. I got a journey to buy cat eye glasses after watching Emma Stone in Cruella. So that that is why I have these glasses here today. Um, the other movie we watched is called Let It Snow, and it was on Netflix. And I think it's like a Netflix original movie. And same thing. We were like, oh, this is probably just going to be like stupid, cute. But it was it was good. It was cute. And it starring who? Joan Cusack. Ever heard of her? And then a bunch. Yeah. Of, 
bunch of youngsters. One was the friend in Spider-Man, like the, you know, not Tom Holland and not Zendaya, the friend. The short, bald kid. Okay. Anyway, he was in it. Okay. And then one of the girls from um, Yellow Jackets, she plays like, you know, one of the younger versions of the girls. I don't know if I recognized anyone else. Oh, the girl from Sabrina, Kiernan Shapirka or whatever. Oh, yeah. It was good. It's it, from Mad Men. Yes. It was like a little like little vignettes of all these people in the in the town and about like love and Christmas Eve and Joan Cusack's kind of like um it reminds me a little bit of Snow Day, because it's like there's a snowstorm on Christmas That's Eve and thinking, all these things happen. Yeah. And she's kind of like the um Woogie in it. What's his name in it? Tow truck man or well, shovel she's man? So, so she's bad? No, but she's like an eccentric townie who drives a tow truck. And she's the narrator oh, okay. of the film. Not a tow truck, a snowplow. Yes, yes, yes. No, it is a tow truck because she tows this okay. kid's car, this cute kid. Um, and anyway, it was cute. I recommend it. So again, like, I had no faith in movies for a while, and I, I was pleasantly surprised. They're coming. The movies are coming. I guess so. End of the year, yeah. Well, these all came out years ago, but sure. <laughs> Except for no hard feelings. Right. Okay. With Matt Lauer. Yeah, I don't want to talk really about Matt Lauer, but I was just shocked. Um, I'm reading Us Weekly, as one does, mm-hmm. and Matt Lauer was seen out and about because a producer from the Today Show got married, and he was invited, and he attended. Mm-hmm. Did he never go to jail um, for or anything? It's no. all civil? Yes. Okay. So Matt Lauer was spotted at the wedding of former show producer in New York City, he wore a black suit matching girlfriend's dark gown. They held hands as they arrived. Okay. Okay. So Steve Matt the Lauer, show. right? Like, so every girl will just date anyone. You're betraying your sex by saying that. That's fucked. I up. am betraying my sex. I'm betraying my sex every day. What are you doing? What are you doing dating Matt Lauer? Whatever. Um, Hoda Savannah and Al Roker were all there. Mm. Former Good Morning America journalists Amy Roback and TJ Holmes, who are now dating, were there as well. I don't know well. who any of those people are, nor do I care. And it was like every headline for all of week that their exes were dating. I'm like, that, I don't give a fuck. Who are these people? That's fine. Uh, but the one little thing I wanted to uh, read it from the article was, Lauer has since kept a relatively low profile, though a source exclusively told Us Weekly in July 2022 that he was still clamoring for a comeback. The insider added that Lara was hopeful about a podcast deal now that he understands his TV career is over and his sons and daughter have been more accepting of his plans. So he's clamoring for a podcast deal because he knows he can never be on TV again. And now that his children have given the okay, okay, dad, you cheated on our mother with millions of women and potentially assaulted them, assaulted them. We're going to allow you to do a podcast. Also, Matt, I'm sure you need money, but you we put out this podcast for free. You know you can just do it. You don't need a <laughs> podcast deal. Uh, he needs a podcast Yeah, but deal. it's not like the the apps are going to take it down. Well, no. He's like, why am I doing anything if we're not I for know, money? Like, he's, an, he's a narcissist. What else are we doing? But I'm sure Come if on. he did do a podcast, people would listen, and maybe he would get sponsors. Like, he doesn't need a full-on deal. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Anyway. But- do you think Hoda and Al Roker go up to him and they're like, you're a piece of shit? Or they're like, you're our friend, we miss you? I think there's no contact. I think there's no communication, no faces. Very Janice and Steve Carell in the morning show. Yeah, they, they can't afford that. I made it to season three of the morning show and I watched two episodes and I haven't gone back. But 
because it's terrible. I just got wrapped up in surviving Barstool. Today, I've literally like been overwhelmed of like how much context. I have to watch the U.S. Women's National Team documentary. Me too. It's all over my Netflix. And then I, I got to watch, watch two more surviving Barstools this week. And then like Seth Meyers posted day drinking with Dua Lipa. I'm like, I have so much to watch. Wow. Okay. What else did I have? I don't even know. You have a million. Well, I put from last week, so I was like, I don't know that I care to talk about something. Did you know about Juliana Margulies? Um, that she's like semi canceled. Yeah. I didn't know about it until on Las Culturistas, Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey was about her and the stuff. All right, explain to the so, listeners. I'll read this quote that I found from I don't even remember. It's probably like people. Juliana Margulies, famed actress of, of the ER. morning show. The morning show on the November the Good Wife yeah, on the November twentieth episode of the Back Room with Andy Ostroy podcast. Margulies, who is Jewish, said she did not feel groups she and others had supported in the past reciprocated after Hamas's attack on October seventh. The actress cited her support for Black communities following the murder of George Floyd in twenty twenty and her previous participation participation in a same-sex marriage campaign with her husband keith lieberthal in 2011 so basically she was on this podcast and she was talking about like the rise in anti-semitism in the world right right now and which like whatever have your opinion but the way she basically was like we were there for the blacks in that time and they're not here for us now and i played a lesbian on tv so the queer people should support me and just other like dumb things. And she's since apologized, yeah. but like, I don't know. It was, it's just kind of wild. And like, you'd think she'd have a publicist or someone think more about what she's going to say on this podcast. And Matt was saying how like Susan Sarandon's agency has like fired her for showing support of, you know, a ceasefire and free Palestine movement. And you know, Juliana's probably not going to really have any like repercussions from this, but I didn't even know about it. So I just wanted to know if you knew about it. Yes, I, I had heard the scuttlebutt. Anyway, Juliana, it's like, oh, the only anyway. thing I'll say is say your opinion. You can feel you want to feel, but don't like black and queer people don't owe you anything. And they have been through a lot of their own shit. So shut up. Um, so Felicity Huffman, Huffman oh God, me, just another did, idiot, just just an interview like explaining like what happened varsity when she got arrested blues. for the Varsity Blues scandal, yeah. and she was complaining about ha- not complaining, but she was like, when the FBI came to my house, they woke me up with a gun to my head. They woke up my children to a gun to the head. Nothing new to the black and brown community, I know. And Charlamagne the God of the Daily Show was like you're trying yes. to be so anti-racist that you actually are racist like you think everyone who's black and brown just wakes up every morning with a gun to well, their not head even that. Like, just like why like just just say your experience right he was saying this woman had a gun to her head and the first thing she said was black lives matter well anders's joke on workaholics he was like well not a joke he was like oh yeah but they shoot when it's black and brown people felicity is the difference so shut up like, yeah yeah. Um, yeah. And her thing was like, I have to give my daughter a chance at a future. What would you have done? And Adam Devine's like, uh, make her go to community college like the rest of us. That's what you do when your daughter That's doesn't get Charlemagne, good grades. Charlemagne the God on The Daily Show was like, your defense is that your daughter was so dumb that you had to break <laughs> so the law. Your daughter was too dumb and now she goes to, do to Carnegie anything. Mellon. Oh, she's God. studying theater. Are her, are Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin friends? I don't like, think so. Like, so this was just too isolated incidents that were looped in well no many many other people were arrested and convicted or cut deals like ceos and other wealthy people these are just the celebrities 
That's yeah. I didn't know if they were like, let's do this together and helped each other out. No, 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 no. LOL. This guy who ran this ring just solicited all like wealthy people. Okay. Talk about our beloved Kiki. Kiki. Palmer. Kiki Palmer. So my mother and my sister, not you, Ryan, the other oh, okay. sister, they they get People Magazine Weekly, and when they're done with them, they give them yep. to me. And I have had a stack of People Magazine sitting on my desk and I just haven't had time to read them. So the other night I went through them all, and I screenshotted a picture and sent it to you, and I was like, oh, my God, how did I miss this? Um, it was from uh, November 27th. Kiki Palmer accuses X of domestic violence. Kiki Palmer alleges that her former boyfriend was abusive. Um, filed for a domestic violence restraining order, alleging he physically and emotionally abused her multiple times for more than two years. Uh, sticking and grabbing me around the neck, throwing my belongings into the street, throwing my car keys to prevent me from driving away and hitting me in front of our son. So you may remember that Kiki Palmer had a baby with this man and he went off on social media because she wore not anything suggestive to an Usher concert and dance with Usher, but what he thought was suggestive. And he was like, you're a mother, yeah. calm it down. And the internet completely took Kiki's side and ridiculed this man. And all of the internet. They broke up and got back together. And now it seems like for the past two years, she's been living in hell and she had to file a restraining order against him. And I'm just, I, I love Kiki. I'm so sorry I for know. her. And obviously this is horrible regardless, but I also feel badly because I remember listening to her on a podcast while she was pregnant, I think, and talking about how like, he was the one and, you know, she was always looking for love and she usually never made her relationships public, but it feels so different with him. And then for this horrible thing to happen. Also, I'm surprised that this was like, I don't know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And like the internet hasn't rallied around to for me. Maybe Jen I haven't said seen it. it. I would... They had and she, we were behind the time. How did that not come up in my algorithm? Like I'm a Kiki fan. Like what's going on? Call uh, Instagram, Joe. Yeah, Sorry like, this woman's I, domestic I, abuse wasn't brought to your attention. I, well, it was just weeks later, and, and I could have been there for Kiki. I could have been a friend. Okay. My thing is, that I was asking Jen, is what it sounded like is they had, you know, she had probably had a bad relationship with him. I think they had broken up, and then the, recently or semi-recently is when he assaulted her again and when she did the restraining order. Because she was like, you won't be doing this in front of my child. And I think that's why she went public with it, too, to be like, yes, maybe I don't want to talk about this. But like, well, I don't, public being filing for the oh, restraining I think, order. She hasn't I, done like interviews I about she, this. I thought she gave like a quote in that people thing that I, you said. How me, did I miss it? I, I thought in the people thing you sent me, it said something like she she talked about that. No, a source. Okay. Source. Well, again, sorry that this has to be brought public, Kiki, if you didn't want it to be. Yeah, sorry this has to be brought public, and I'm just Kiki. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's so sad that even Kiki Palmer can't have a nice life. Men are disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, our poor girl. Anyway, we're with you, Kiki, and I hope you have a time. You might not be nominated for anything this year, but I hope you have a time on the award circuit. I hope you go to every party and look great in all Unless your dresses. Unless you just want to be with your you're... kid and then do that too. That too. And I hope you have like great padding and underwear under there because we all know after you have a child, you're not wearing just She spanks. don't need it. My, mm. my, my girl I love her. Gorgeous. God bless her. Um, something I want to ask you, Jillian, is has anyone ever been nominated for an Oscar for 
like say best actor Emily Blunt and she's in two movies that year and is nominated twice for two different movies. Scarlett Johansson was nominated two, three years ago, supporting actress for Jojo Rabbit, best actress for marriage. But even Story. that's two different yes, categories. Like, would you ever be best actress twice or they wouldn't do that and give you the spot? I don't know if it's ever happened before. It's definitely happened even before Scar jo with supporting and best, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's ever happened in the same category. Because I, I think on Big Picture podcasts, they were talking about how like Michelle Williams was in a movie and they were like, if Fablements had been released this year, like she potentially could have been best actress twice for Fablemans in this other movie. Yeah. Well, she campaigned as best actress in the Fablemans when everyone thought she should have been best supporting. Mm. But she said, no, I'm, I'm the lead female in this movie. I'm going for best actress. But, th- but it's not ultimately her. like her decision. You submit as you oh. want. And then the Academy or whatever. So could I body submit for body. like Ryan and YouTube video of this podcast? Sure. They're not going to nominate you, but sure, submit. Interesting. That's what started the whole Katherine Heigl BS. What? When she was on Grey's, she had won the year prior, and then the next year... An Emmy, sorry. And the next year, the um, network wanted to submit her, and she said, no, I don't think the writing's been good for me this year. Don't submit me. And the writers were like, F you. Now we're going to write you off the show. I don't think that's the only reason they wrote her off the show. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sure she was problematic. But then, in hindsight, I kind of like her now. And in interviews, she says things like, oh, sorry, I asked for what I wanted, and that makes me a bitch. I think, yeah, there was... I think she, A, thought she was better than it, and B, also, they were rough on her. I think it wasn't clean-cut both ways. Mm. Call Shonda. Uh, she don't need it. She busy. Okay, I have other things I can talk about, but I don't really care. Um... The only thing I just wanted to quickly talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Really enjoyed mm-hmm. this week's episode. Finished it today. <laughs> Lots happening. Crystal, why are you still on the show? Go. I know. And is this new girl part of the full cast or is she just a friend of? I feel like she's supposed to be, but she hasn't gotten like an introduction. But then she's in the because picture I think, of like the season. Yeah, so I think talk. she's supposed to be, yeah. but Denise kind of hijacked her initial mm-hmm. dinner. And then, um, also, she would have been introduced, like, episode two. This was, like, episode five where she first came in. Also, no shade to her and her husband, but I said to my husband, do you know her husband, this football player? And he was like, no. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. Well, did you see, now there's this thing called, like, bah, like there's, like, an after show after Beverly Hills, and they, like, talk about the episodes. Who's who's running it? Bravo. Well, Peacock. It's whenever I watch the episode on Peacock, it's like suggested as next, and sometimes I watch. Right, it. but is there like a host? No, it's just like they have the women. So it's like Dorit and Crystal, and they play a clip and they haven't talked about it. Garcelle and Sutton, yes. Kyle and Erica. Okay, yes. Yeah. So they have this on like Bravo TV. Yeah, and then this girl, and what's her name? Anne Marie. I, I think it's Anne Marie. Yeah, maybe. And she's on that, and I'm like, why is she on this if she's not even on the show? But maybe she I watch will it. be. And all I have to say is I think Garcelle and Sutton suck. And I particularly am annoyed at Garcelle. And, well, and Sutton, both of them. But I feel like I've been on the fence with Garcelle for a while. And I feel like people really like her. I think she sucks. And okay. I really don't like the comment she made about Dorit and the jewelry. That's not shady and funny. Go fuck yourself. And B, if, well, she had been going shit, through shit with her husband, Kyle had sat at a table and said... Your marriage is what we want to talk about. She would have lost her goddamn mind. So, like, like she lost her goddamn mind and sent that email to all her friends when she found out her husband was cheating. I forgot on her. about that. 
And I was afraid I was talking about the Oh, mom, last night. I, I can see Kyle haters saying, like, well, she's always in other people's business and this is the taste of her own medicine. And, like, she went to Sutton's house and said, what's going on with you? And Sutton's just turning it around. But I like Kyle, so whatever. And mom didn't realize this, but I read, a th- like, a theory online. You might have sent it or one of our friends that, like, so earlier this year, like, one of her best friends killed themselves. And, right, yes. you know, she's been going through a really hard time. I thought it, Kyle yeah, Richards, I thought it was yeah. mostly just about, like, the fight with her sister. But this obviously was a, another horrible thing she was going through. And someone was like, I wonder if Mo wasn't there for her because he was busy. And that's what caused a rift in their relationship. Who knows? Who cares? Not for us to say. But, like, yeah, she like, that's horrible. And she That's devastating. Yeah. I'm sure her whole life changed when the person she was with since she was a child killed themselves. Yes. I'm sure that's devastating. And her. Life and I weirdly change. liked seeing Kim in this episode, her sister, and she seemed like she's doing okay. I love sober Kim. Yeah, she seemed very sober. Great. She seems like good. Yeah. And the, love her. What do you think is wrong with Kathy Hilton? Let's diagnose her. Um, so, I mean, let me get on my therapy high mm-hmm. horse. Don't go to therapy. She's um, saying she doesn't go to therapy. She's not advising folks who are listening to not go to therapy. No, I should go to therapy and I don't. But so no comment. Kathy, the Richard sisters, Kathy, Kim, and Kyle. Do they have any other siblings? They're okay. no. They oh maybe they have a brother. That's I don't know. Their mother, Kathy Senior, she tried to become an actress. Didn't work. She had three oh, she girls. Couldn't sing. Kathy is the oldest. She tried to make Kathy an actress. Didn't work. There's a huge age gap Chris between Jenner did Kathy. all K names because of them? No. There's a huge age gap between Kathy and then Kim. And then Kim McCall, there's a closer age gap. So I think that Kim was like a child star darling, did all those Disneys. She was in all those child movies. Escape Kyle did a Mountain. lot when she was... Escape to Witch Mountain, was in a movie with Betty Davis, like did a lot when she was younger. Kyle was in the original Halloween, was in Little House on the Prairie. Like she did a lot when she was younger. I think that Kathy was old enough at that time, probably like 13, so resentful mm-hmm. of them. So she got married really young to Rick Hilton and Still was together. like, I'm marrying this billionaire, billionaire family known through Hollywood for the hotels, for movie Even that, business. so it wasn't Rick who like made the empire. He inherited the empire. He inherited okay, the empire. I thought he yeah. was like, I don't know. She, she had her kids young. Like Paris and Nikki are like only probably seven years younger than Kyle. Like they're very close in mm-hmm. age. And she's just resentful. She's resentful of the success they had. So she did everything she could to try to beat them. Marry wealthy, marry someone in the business, but try to get like Paris Google. famous. Did you see the clip of her talking to Paris about the baby and then in the middle being like, I should get both yes. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. I mean, maybe no, she has ADD, yeah. but I, think, I don't know. I think she was kind of disregarded by her parents, her mother mainly, when Kim and Kyle came around and were doing well. Yeah. So that's my non-psychological, non-educational theory. Add her to the list. I think she sucks. Yeah, I don't think she's very nice. I love Paris Hilton. I think she's uh, she's lashing out over not having, trying to be successful for all these years and everyone around her is becoming way more successful. Yeah. I mean, she looks good. Yeah. yeah, good for her. Anyway, what do you think about Beverly Hills? Um, again, I think it's this season so far. It's the weakest. It's the weakest Housewives that are oh, airing right like now. It's no Potomac. Beverly Hills ever. 
It's it's no Potomac. It's no Miami. Matt like, and Bowen I watch are out it, but on I'm Potomac, not, but I disagree. I think Potomac is it's having a a rough season, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like all the women hate each other, but the stories are interesting. Yeah, I think I'm up to date. When they're in Austin. Yeah, and I, I I can't imagine going on vacation with people I fucking hate and having to like sit and eat dinner like with do, them. They're they're better like people than Candace, me. Giselle and Candace don't even speak to each other, and they're sitting across the table from each other. Like, what's I know, the point and I of think this? Even they're like, "Oh, did you order the shrimp?" Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're civil enough. And then, like, you think I feel like Neca, new girl, is like, "Oh, I'm going to go into it chill," and then she like, someone asks one question, she immediately gets into it with Wendy. And I did say, like, good for her. She's done her research. You could tell she's like wanted to be on the yeah. show and like looked everything up, watched the show. Also, did you did you hear when she got married? Where she got married? No. The Watergate. Like Nixon, like the hotel, yeah, where Nixon committed those atrocities. Oh, I also remember last time I said when I say College Park, what do you think? And you said I don't know, and I said Bubba Sparks. I I also should have said Young Jock. I tell him College Park, where they all stay, asking me a question like Jock, where you live. I tell him College Park, where they chop cars. Anyway, shout out to Young Jock. Shout out to him. And Denise Richards in the jacket. It was funny, but like, I'm worried about you, girl. <laughs> Although you yeah. seem like an asshole. Both things could be true. We could be worried about her, and she could be an, I'm animal. an asshole. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll ask my superlative question to you first. You went through all your things, okay. right? Okay. Yes. Um, I also just want to the cast of Cheer was on the finale of Dancing with the Stars in the background, but I I, I didn't feel like I knew anyone dancing with. Are we coming out with a new season? Because she I had to unfollow her. She posted all about her suits, Monica, and I was just like, I'm out. Yep. But I think she's recently said she's dismiss, dismissed from all them. They're she all is. Done, she was so. like, thank the Lord, all this stuff, and she posted this long thing. But it was like a day when a bunch of horrible shit was happening in the world, and I was like, Monica, read the room. Um. Yeah. Anyway, my question for you, Jillian, is. If yes. there was one celebrity that you could have their hair throughout history in their life, and it would look good on you, like you know, within reason, like who would you, who would you pick? Like, so like, this is a great question, and I feel like I need further research. Off the top of my head, Jen that's my answer, is Jennifer. This is a great question. I thought of it before Jen was here, Jen, but then we talked about it because she said she always used to bring pictures of Sophia Bush to the hair salon when she'd get like her haircut and stuff. And I was like, I was a Misha Barton, Jen Aniston girl myself. I always brought pictures of Sienna Miller. Mm. But I don't think, like now I think like who has like healthy, good blood. Well, so I think of it too as like, so say when you are 27, you would have had to have Jennifer Aniston's hair when she was 27. Like that's how I think about it in my mind. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying Jen Aniston, Julie Roberts, Kate Middleton. Julie Um, Roberts too curly, too much maintenance. And for me, no, I don't think so. Oh, oh, when, but when they do it, it looks yeah. nice. But yes, every day, that's a, yeah, she's a curly girl. Mm-hmm. That's true. I thought you'd pick someone with a shaved uh, head, maybe. Because the oh caveat is, it would to. look good on you. I, it wouldn't look good on me to have a shaved head. No, but head. it like would in this, in this scenario I'm giving you. So you're saying, in an alternative universe, if I had a shaved head and it looked good, would I do it? Yes. But then you have to pick Emma Corrin for all the hairstyles, all the other times they've had. Not just no. that one. That's why it's it's kind of like who's your hair icon throughout history, and mine's Jennifer Aniston. Never misses. Yeah, I mean those waves, they're great. 
But even like she just always kills it. Always kills it. She has and healthy the, hair. Her color for, is still good. Yeah, for it's all that. It's the Aveeno, Jill. <laughs> for all that product she puts in her hair, it looks very healthy. Yeah, that's all. She, she used to have the bird on Friends sometimes, though, and she had straightened her hair. So we're the same, same, same. Yeah, the bird is when you have a lot of flyaways on top of your head, and they look bad, and it's like they're trying to fly away from your head. Like and, a bird. and Ryan never ceases to tell you. Just you. I don't tell other people <laughs> that they have a bird. Just you. Um, okay, so that's what I wanted to ask you. Um, All right, you want me to do my Marissa New York post? Yes. Okay, so the date is December 12th, 2013. December 24th, 9 p.m. Slay judge. I'm guilty of reverse bias. Retired Brooklyn Supreme Court Justice Frank Barbaro wants a white man he convicted in 1999 of killing a black man to be freed, claiming Wednesday he based the verdict on his own reverse bias. What is the headline? I'm just so he convicted a white dude. Okay. He convicted a uh, white dude of killing a black man, and now he's saying, I shouldn't have done that because I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was using reverse bias. I'm doing a lot of air quotes here, guys. In my head, I feel like I could think of something that makes sense, but it's got to be horrible because it's the New York Post. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. I don't know. Racist judge. <laughs> white and wrong. Oh, okay. I almost went, it's not black and white. So I, I was kind of close. Kind of close. White and wrong. Oh, Jesus. Well, you ne- you thing- never fail, New York Post. Never fails. But I always fail. Uh, one thing, Jillian, I wanted to read to you quickly is uh, Kathy Griffin's tour dates. So uh, Feb- in February, she's here, but she's only in Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire. I wouldn't February- mind doing Rhode Island, but we're going Gary Gennetti in February, too. But that's like February 8th. I forgot about that. February 15th, Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, February. so maybe we'll go off Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah, I was like, let me check my calendar for what else is going on at that time. Um, uh, okay. and, and you had an easy time, good time, go to Providence last time? G- getting there sucked, like the traffic on the way there. I left at like 3.30 on a Friday, and I was like, oh, well, I'll maybe, be rush hour. Maybe no. I'll take the train. Um, This is a Thursday, so who knows. But um, the way home was great because like, no one was there. You are Kevin Bacon, who I'm dismayed, shocked and dismayed that we haven't done yet. And I, it's on me because I asked the question, but we, we equally love this person, I would say. It's Allison Janney. Oh, Janney. Yeah. Who kind of reminds you of Joan Cusack? Okay. They're tall, skinny white women. Um, so, you know, there's a new movie out on Netflix this week called Leave the World Behind, starring Julia sure Roberts did. and Ethan oh, Hawke. Yeah. And yeah. Kevin Bacon is also in it. Oh, okay. Um, so Janny. Janny's been in some hits. Um, I'm thinking of Itania, for which she won the Oscar for. Okay. I'm also thinking of Big Night, which was Stanley Tucci's directorial debut. Did you see the clip of Emily Blunt talking about how Stanley Tucci made her the carbonara in a cheese wheel? Yes. I mean, that's probably on my list of like things I would want to happen to my life, Stanley Tucci to cook me dinner and to hang out with him in Felicity. That's a good one. Yeah. I think mom and Save I Save would... it for your make-a-wish, Jill. <laughs> I don't think they do make-a-wish for adults. No, just if you get really sick. Okay. Tucci, bring me carbonara, bring Felicity, a bottle of wine. That's what I want. Okay. Actually, I would like to go to Italy if he has a home there and- and see him 
And they live in London. I know. Okay, so um, Jenny to... Oh, she was in a movie with Jamie Bell. I forgot about that. Well, I mean, I could do Jenny and Big Night with Tucci, Tucci and Prada with Streep, Streep in the River Wild with Bacon. Mm. I'm sure there's an easier way, though. Yeah, but there, there's so many. She She's almost like the, the female Kevin Bacon. I know. All right, know? lay it on me. That was my answer. So what else we got? Oh, my God. She's in Primary Colors with Billy Bob Thornton, who's in Jane Mansfield's car with Kevin Bacon. Oh, she's God. in Spy with Rose Byrne, who's in X-Men First Class with Kevin Bacon. I got to get to some of the older ones. She's on Get On Up with Dan Aykroyd, who's in She's Having a Baby with Kevin Bacon. She's in Six Days and Seven Nights with Ben Bode, or Bode, who's in Apollo 13 with Kevin Bacon. She's in Bad Education with Hugh Jackman, which I watched, and he's in X-Men First Class with Kevin Bacon. She's in Bombshell with Richard Kind, who's in Queen's Logic with Kevin Bacon. I forgot she was in Bombshell, yeah. Well, I guess I can't do Richard Kind then. He's been in a movie with Kevin Bacon. She's in Blind Spot with Laura Linney, who's in Mystic River with Kevin Bacon. She's in The Associate with Austin Pendleton, who's in Starting Over with Kevin Bacon. And on and on and on. We love Jenny. Jenny forever. The best. She uh, injured Tig accidentally when they were on that party bus. I think she like broke her rib or something. So Ryan sent me an Instagram video of a party bus that Ting Nataro and her wife were on. And Jenny was also on it. And I responded, I think I need to be on this party bus. Someone else we like too. Yeah, someone else was on it. I forget. Her. Oh, Sarah Paulson. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, we were like, party. This sounds like a party bus I want to be on. Yeah, so. All right, Ryan. Thanks. Thanks for a stimulating week. Thanks I'm for. I'm so mad. I had stupid things I wanted to ask you before the podcast about like probably Christmas or some bullshit or like what would you do if you had all this money and I don't, I don't remember. Mom and I recently talked about it. if we won the lottery, what would we do? If I had a million dollars. Real estate. Yeah. Call Mo. Okay. All right. I'm going to go eat dinner and watch the next Surviving Barstool episode. And I'm sure you're going to like it more than spending this hour with me. Big foot. No, 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 it's fine. I talk to you all the time. Big finale tomorrow. Thanks, Line, for the reminder. Okay, see you. You should man. see. You do you want to join the Ryan Slime Caitlin group chat where we talk about surviving barstool? I'm busy. Okay, I'm getting a pimple because I'm getting my period. All right, thanks. No problem. See you then. See you then. Bye.